The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. The story was actually set over by Ritzvi Meyer from Eretz Yisrael, the incredible Marvitz Tyra and uh, Gadol. So he shared really a truly remarkable story. There was a particular fellow who lived in the United States who many, many years earlier had been a Bachar and he learned in Eretz Yisrael as many, many Bachar in the United States have the opportunity to go to Eretz Yisrael for a year or two, three, and they learned. And when he was there, he had a Chavrusa who he liked a lot. But he heard over the years that the Chavrusa Nebuch went totally off and found himself in, in a crazy, crazy situation. And he always kind of felt bad for this fellow and he really wanted to reconnect with this fellow. And then one day, someone shared with him, a mutual friend shared with him, you know that guy that 25 years ago, you know, he used to be a Chavrusa and I heard that he was in the lowest of the low place. He goes, yeah, he goes, today the guy is a Chash of a Rosh Kail. He's a prestigious head of a Kail. He couldn't believe it. He says, you know what, next time I go to Eretz Yisrael, I'm going to try to find him, and I'm going to look him up. I'm not saying if it was the right thing that he didn't do it until that point, but he decides to do it. Taka, not a little while later, he comes to Eretz Yisrael, and he finds out where this Rosh Kail is, and he visits the Kail. And he's totally blown away. So many young lights sitting and learning with such hasmada, and the Rosh Kail is literally the captain of the ship. He's the one that's steering them and guiding them. And he walks over to the Rishkel, and Rishkel looks at him, and he chaps who he is, and they hug each other. He says, come, come into my office, and we could schmooze. And they come into his office, and right away, as soon as he comes into the office, he's struck by something odd. There's a picture of their Rosh Hashiva, of our Rosh Hashiva, a particular Rosh Hashiva. But the, the picture isn't what was odd. It was the size of the picture. It literally took up almost an entire wall of the office. A life-size picture of this Rosh Hashiva. He looked, he was kind of taken aback. People don't usually have pictures that large. And pictures of a Rosh Hashiva are large. It just seems odd. So the Rosh Kailo sees he's looking at the picture and he smiles and goes, I'm sure you wonder what that picture is about. And you probably just wonder what happened to me. Come sit down. I'll share with you the last 25 years. And he shares that he was a Yeshiva Bachar who was doing well. And for some reason he had a terrible Yerida. He had a terrible fallout with Yiddishkeit. And he left the Yeshiva. And then he left the community. And he grew his hair long, and he turned into one of these flaky hippies. Didn't keep anything, no Shabbos, no nothing. He said, you know, I worked odd jobs here and there so I could try to support myself, but one day I found myself in a particularly destitute situation. I had no source of income. I had no money left, and I said, listen, i got to find even a job, even the most menial of jobs. I need, I need to eat. I need, I need to be able to survive here. He says, and as he's walking down the street, not sure where he should go, where he could find a job, what he should do, he sees a little notice on one of the street poles. And on the pole was a notice from a yeshiva that said that we're looking for a janitor. And it said on the bottom, it doesn't have to be Jewish, just somebody who's a good cleaner. Listen, he says to himself, I got nothing to lose. I could be a good janitor. I'm sure I'll do a decent job. Let me go apply, and hopefully that'll be a source of income. And if it's a source of income, I'll be able to live. And who knows, maybe the yeshiva even has lunches or it has breakfast. I'll be able to get some food there. Let me try. So he takes the phone number down and he calls. And the Rosh Hashiva is the one that he speaks to. I guess the Rosh Hashiva hired everybody in the Hashiva. It was one of those yeshivas. And he said, listen, I'm applying for the job. You know, Is it open? The Rosh Hashiva says, come down. So he comes down there and comes to the yeshiva. No yarmulke, no nothing, long hair and strange clothing. And he sits down in the Rosh Hashiva's office. And the Rosh Hashiva says to him, so you want a job here as a janitor? He says, I do. The Rosh Hashiva says, what's your name? He tells him his name. Shiva notices that this boy, just something about him seems like 
he's not just you know a regular bum off the street. There's certain refinement. He still has something left him. He hasn't totally left. So Rashiva says to him, like, I don't want to be rude and I don't want to pry, but can you tell me a little bit about your background? Yeah, I have a long history. I was a yeshiva bachar, and I learned pretty stark, and then I had a terrible, you know, you read on a fallout with Yiddishkeit, and listen, this is where I am, and this is, I need parnasa, I need support. So she just asked him, I'm going to tell you the truth, that I'm not going to give you the job. I already have somebody else to interview today, and I think he's the right person for the job. I don't think you're the right person for the job, but I'd like to offer you a different job. Really? He said, in the kitchen? Like, what do you need me to do? He said, no. Site manager? He says, no. He says, I'd like to offer you a job as a maggot shear. He says, a job as a maggot shear? Someone that says a shear in this yeshiva, me, look at me, I'm not the right kind of guy. She says, think about it. So he's sitting there, he's contemplating, he goes, I know this rishi is going to tell me, get a haircut, get a white shirt, get a yarmulke, get, take a shave, and put on normal clothing, come to the yeshiva, and he'll pay me so I should learn or something like that. He's not going to, I'm not selling my soul. I, I'm, I walked away from this and I'm not coming back so quickly. Rashiva saw that he was vacillating, that there was a little bit of a, he was torn inside and there was like a little bit of a war, inner war, inner war taking place. Yes, no. So Rashiva says to him, what are you nervous about? Uh, let me guess. You think I'm trying to do this? You have to, you know, he says, no. You don't have to shave. You don't got to cut your hair. You don't have to put on other clothing. You have to wear a yarmulke. You can't learn Torah without a yarmulke. If you're interested, come here tomorrow. We'll sit down and we'll learn together. We'll prepare a share together. No, you'll give a share. You're serious? You would take a guy like me to be my good share? He says, yeah. He's very intrigued. He did miss the learning. The next day he shows up with a yarmulke mamish pinned to his long hair with five different bobby pins. Sits down in the morning there at the Shashiva and they start learning Masechah's Bab Metziah. And it starts coming back to him. The Gemara, the Kasha, Ibailahu, and Rashi, and Taisvis, and then they go into a Ramban, and they look at a Ritva, and then they learn, look at a Kiva Eger, and this guy was a Balkishrin, and he's enjoying the learning, and the Jesus says, come, and get a few Bacham together, and give them a share. And that afternoon, during lunchtime, this Bacham gives them a share. And they were pretty impressed, it was a pretty decent share, and he said, oh, what him, the Rishiva learned. And the next day he shows up again, <laughs> he's the Magad Shir, he's getting paid for this. So Shkailo says, it didn't take long before I took a haircut. Didn't take long before I shaved. Didn't take long before I changed my clothing. And I started, I came back. I came back to Tyra Mitzvahs. And Baruch Hashem, take a look at the coil out there. It's a life of amaze, amazement. And I'm married and I have children. And look where I am. Because now you see why this large picture, almost larger than life picture, is in my study. He says, without that Rosh Hashiva, this is the Rosh Hashiva that offered me the job. Without that Rosh Hashiva, who knows where I would be today. But look at this incredibly blessed and rich life that I have because that Rosh Hashiva cared about me. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.